0: You're listening to let's stay together anime break the sub of let's stay together where we talk about the 2019 anime fruits basket i'm ellen and i'm kayla i almost forgot what we were doing for a second <laughs> it's like what is this hey
1: where am i <laughs> who am i i don't know <laughs> what's this microphone for
0: oh <laughs> we're discussing season two episode 14 today which was called i should just die <laughs> we're gonna do our summary spoiler free discussion and then spoiler discussion like we always do
1: yay
0: yay this episode was covered in chapter sixty nine and seventy of the manga, and we covered it in our episode number thirty six, which was called I Can't Go Any Farther, Not All By
1: Myself. It's good. I'm gonna give our our episode title the, the prize this Surprise time. The prize this
0: time. You don't you don't you don't like I Should Just Die? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a better all encompassing message. Yeah. Based on all the things that happened in the in the yeah. episode I the fairs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a it's a fair line for... A lot of uh, moments in the series. But...
0: <laughs> you mean I should just die? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this episode opens at the main house. In the past, Yuki sits alone in a room. He narrates that he doesn't have any many memories of Rin other than New Year's and her coming along with Haru to visit him. In his memory, they enter. Rin sits alone in the doorway and then announces that she's leaving. He wondered why she even came in the first place. But... And then we cut to a new theme song. Woo! Yay! I don't know why I thought that like two episodes ago they were gonna change the theme song. Like the season's twenty six episodes, so it doesn't make sense for them to change it until episode fourteen. I was like, Why didn't they do it? Like so annoyed, but it's okay. I just was dumb.
1: <laughs> I think it's funny that they like changed it to add Corino in for like one episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes they do that in anime like at mm-hmm. openings, so like add one scene for one one episode and you're like, Okay, whatever. After the theme song at Shigurei's house, in the evening, Toru's aunt calls her to let her know that her grandpa heard his back, and then worries that she'll have to attend her parent-teacher conference on his behalf. But fortunately, Shigurei steps in and takes the phone, and after somewhat rudely hanging up the phone, he tells Toru that she can visit her grandpa tomorrow, and that he, guardian of the year Shigurei Soma, will take her her grandfather's place at her parent-teacher conference. He comments that he must be up to something. Toru is extremely grateful, and Shigurei is secretly excited to see Mayuko's loathing look when she sees him at the conference. Kyo returns and sees them all, standing by the phone, and gets the download from Shigure, then grumpily goes straight to bed. Shigure asks Yuki if he asked his parents about the parent-teacher conferences yet. Yuki looks apprehensive and narrates there are still various issues that he needs to deal with. His mother, Toru, Akito. At school the next day, Haru, Momiji, Yuki, and Toru all chat about her grandpa. Momiji is concerned, and Haru says that a man's hips are his life, and Yuki says not to listen to his jokes when Toru freaks out about it. Haru asks about Kyo, and Toru says he's probably on the roof. He's been down lately. But the mutabik, Lumi says that tourists need to feel down and suggest they go get some juice and while they walk over to the machine, Yuki asks Haru about how things are going with Rin. No progress, he says. The more time passes, the more he thinks that she might actually have meant what she said and doesn't need him anymore. Haru and Yuki run into Machi and Yuki says he'll see her at the next student council meeting. Haru says they're in the same class and he asks Yuki how the student council is going. He says there are a lot of unknowns and Haru says that's good for him. Later, Yuki hesitantly passes through the main Soma estate gate and goes to his parents' house. Two maids greet him there because his mother is out. He leaves an announcement paper from the school with them and leaves. He says he'll contact her again later. He runs into Kagura and asks about seeing Rin, who lives with her, and it turns out that Rin doesn't come home very much. She doesn't come to school very much either, so he may not be able to. Yuki asks if something happened between Kagura and Kyo. He's been down since they met up the other day, acting really distant. Even to Toru, Kagura asks. Yuki remembers Kyo returning from their date the other day. When Toru greets him and asks if he wants dinner, Kyo is curt with her and goes upstairs immediately. Kagura says that she's already dealing with the pain of heartbreak, but this, it makes me feel guilty, she says. But it's okay, having feelings for someone is illogical. No matter what you think in your brain, if you have the thought of liking someone, it's too late. While Kagura speaking, we cut away. Kyo watches Toru leave from the classroom. At the main house, Kagura looks back at Yuki, who smiles ruefully. He thinks, fervently thinking of someone, you make me envious. Because it doesn't seem like you have a, a speck of uncertainty, not like me. Even with the little time you have left, you fervently... While climbing the stairs to Shigure's house, Yuki runs into Rin. She runs off into the woods and he chases after her and catches her wrist. He asks what she's doing there, and if she was serious about when she dumped Haru. I remember something, he says. When you used to visit me in that room, you would always say, I'm going home. But I feel like someone else would almost always come to room to check on me after you left. Akito wouldn't have let anyone else in that room. But Haru came to visit. You were protecting him, weren't you? You're trying to protect him from something now, aren't you? And Rin is like, how do you expect me to remember something like that from that long ago? And I don't care what happens to Haru. I told you, what I do is none of your business. Talking to you wouldn't do anything about it anyway. You're just an arrogant idiot. Do you even know why you were able to live at Gurini's house? Haru begged him to take you away from there, to save you. Gurini said, if you call me sensei, I will. And Haru calls him that like an idiot. Yuki remembers Haru helping him pack and leave for Shigure's house. Haru asked him about staying with sensei, and Yuki asked if he always called him that. Haru simply said, yep, because sensei is a sensei. In the present, Rin says, Yuki's the biggest idiot. Go and have a carefree school life or whatever like the idiot you are. Don't bother me again, asshole. An asshole? It's not nice to call people that, Rin, Haru says, finding the two of them. Elsewhere, Kyo stops, turns, and heads back in the other direction. We cut back to Shigure's. Haru hands Yuki his bag, which he dropped, and he reaches out to Rin. Don't touch me, she says. So you really don't need me, Haru asks, and she looks away. I don't care anymore, then. I should just die. Rin looks back at him, caught off guard by his words. He pulls her close and kisses her deeply, then hugs her. Rin, he says, did I not understand anything? I thought I knew everything about you. Did I not hear your most important voice? Are you still as you were back then, unable to stand on your own? Rin slaps him, then takes off angrily. Yuki asks Haru if he should go after her, but he says that he would never be able to catch up. She's the horse after all. (laughs) He says to leave Rin to him. Yuki has other things to worry about, like student council. I think it's really good that you're doing new stuff like that, Haru says. Yuki is miffed. Is that right? Is it okay for me to prioritize myself? Not other things, he says. He thinks about Rin telling him that Haru begged Shigari to help him. I can't even rise up with my own strength, Yuki thinks, and he thinks of Toru encouraging him. But you want me to choose myself over others even though I have nothing to give back yet? Why do you hesitate, Haru says. Yuki, you're weak. You're kind. Yuki remembers the saying that he values the weakness and kindness that Yuki has. Don't hesitate, Haru says. Go and find the place where you truly wish to be. And Yuki says he's too nice to him. Maybe we were long-lost sisters in our past lives, Haru suggests, and Yuki laughs. I have a feeling that someone who understands and looks for that looks for this side of you is waiting for you. Keep up the fight, Haru says. Yuki cries. I can't rise up. I can't keep going on my own strength alone, he thinks. At Toru's family's house, Toru visits her grandpa. He's finer than his back, he reassures her. I saw Katsuya-san and Kyoko-san in a dream for the first time in a while, he says. How nostalgic it was- Katsu and I didn't get along in the past, and Kyoko-san acted like an intermediary for us. Katsuya had some peculiar habits, and I was worried that he wouldn't get, that they wouldn't get along, but they turned out to be so happy with each other. Why did they have to pass away? I want to see them once more. I don't care if they're ghosts. I want to see them. I want to go see them, he says. Tor's about to tell him not to say that, but he's already fallen asleep. She remembers her mother saying, I want to go see him, standing at the door as a child. Her mother leaves and she remembers her thoughts as a child. Please don't say things like that. Tear up, I'll do anything. Don't take mom away too. Toru makes her way home and her vision blurs and she drops to her knees. What's wrong, Kyo says, who's appeared on the street. You don't feel well? Tears in her eyes, Toru struggles to respond. Toru, hey, are you okay? He asks. I'm okay, I just remember something from the past, she says. And she thinks, I thought I'd shut it away. She smiles and looks up at him. You surprised me, Kyoku, and I thought a heavenly being descended from above. What's that supposed to mean, dummy? He asks, and she smiles. Don't push yourself, he says, and gently pats her head. It's normal to be worried when a relative is ill. He asks if she wants to head home, and she's like, but weren't you going somewhere? He doesn't answer, but instead takes her arm and helps her up. You're so skinny and puny, he teases. And she's like, I'm not. And he's like, what, you want to be tall like Uotani? What the heck is she going to do if she makes up to be 180 centimeters? Become a model? And Toru is like, that'd be so cool. Cut away to the to Shigure's house in that evening and Haru asks Shigurei if Rin came to visit him so what if she did and he says and Haru was like why can't you just stay straight this is why you're single and Shigurei is like I know <laughs> how nice it is to be young he says struggling so hard to stay afloat that you'd float if you just relaxed isn't that the life you get after you've struggled with everything you got Haru asks I like that Shigurei says and while Kyo and Toru return Yuhi greets them and asks about her grandfather's condition Shigurei tells Haru to go talk to Rin she's his ex after all I have to keep my promises to some extent, he says. And was like, would you tell me if I called you honey? And she is like, that would be gross. <laughs> <laughs> Don't relax just yet. Keep trying and struggling. Isn't that your job as young folks, he says. And then we cut to the new credits, which is also exciting. Mm. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> the new theme songs are really nice. I like them. Mm-hmm. I especially liked the first one, the opening theme yeah. song.
1: Yeah, I like the opening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Likes <laughs> it too. Yes. <laughs> Although I watched it on Monday, so I don't remember the details.
0: <laughs> it has, like, all the, like, sun flares and zoom, weir- mm-hmm. zoom and kind of, like, shaky, like, handheld camera type motion in it. Yeah. And it has, like, uh, the little, like, the word, all the um transition, or like, letters, like, fa- or the whatever, words and stuff fading in and out is, like, this bubbly kind of transition. It's kind of cool. hmm Yeah. And everything's kind of, like, washed out. Like, it has all these weird, like, kind of sun evening sunlighty kind of looking effects. I don't know how to describe any of this. It's nice is what I yeah. just think. I also like the song. It has this kind of like washed out sound, which is mm-hmm. cool.
1: I like it. Yeah, I remember liking it. I'm just like I couldn't tell you what about it because it's been too long. But <laughs>
0: It nice. <laughs>
1: yeah. I just had time that night. I was like oh, watch man. it now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was good. And then the other the end theme song is called the first one is called Home by Asako Toki. And then the second one's called Eden by I guess Monkey Magic m-a-j-i-k and the the visuals are like the Junishi all in order and it's kind of in this like like i don't know i don't know if i would go so far as to call it like floating world but it's kind of like floating world-esque so like the hokusai-esque like illustrations and there's like flowers they all have like different flowers and they're all some of them are wearing like kimono and some of them are wearing i don't know the clothing that they're wearing is like a major aspect of the illustration i guess yeah
1: at first i thought it was like um like, it might have been, like, the dance costumes, but then it, like,
0: they some got more are... variety
1: as time went out, so it was just kind of some kind of sort of traditional-esque. Yes, yeah,
0: because then, like, mumuji's has, like, shorts. Like, they some mm-hmm. of them are, like, very, like, standard kimono, and then some of them are, like, different for different, I guess, personalities and stuff like that. Yeah. And the, they have different flowers, which I thought was cute. mm mm-hmm. Um... And as I said, Kureno looks sad even in the end theme <laughs> <with> my notes. <laughs> yeah. He looks so sad. Yeah, and
1: Akito the, the had the Akito flower. Yes.
0: <laughs> Ayame had an iris, which Ayame mm-hmm. is the word for iris, yeah. I remembered. I was like, ah, I feel so smart right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tours with the sunflower. And then like heroes, kind of like in the grass. They have uh, like yeah. different stuff. Kagura looks like kind of a willow tree. is in the kind of like red autumn leaves. Kind of pretty but
1: unexciting like a lot of the... A lot of ending things tend to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's real, real toned down. I I think the I liked it, but the first ending had more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the previous uh, like one interesting stuff better. in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The illustrations were all pretty, like the illustrations yeah. for the end one. But it's just like it's very like kind of static. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot happening. The yes. other one had all the like. guess like a shadows and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, compared to the the opening theme. For this part of this or this core or whatever, has the um, has a lot of like different types of motion. So there's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I it's said, really yeah.
1: dynamic uh, opening.
0: Yeah, it's nice. It's like a it's it's kind of interesting because it's like a slow song, but it's very dynamic. There's a lot mm-hmm. of like little motion and stuff. Yeah, there's even like th- uh, almost like three dimensional motion too because a lot of it like blurs. It'll um, blur and then like focus on part and then blur again or something. If you go back mm-hmm. and watch it, so it's kind of cool. So that was exciting. I was happy about that because I was like, "They're mm-hmm. not gonna change it, man!" It's like when I kept complaining about not having the Hatori Maiko episode. <laughs> it turns out that I was just wrong, <laughs> as usual. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I like don't
1: really keep track of like how many episodes there have been and are supposed to be in a season. So I'm like, they'll probably change it soon.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh it's gotta be like." Because some seasons are, some, an, like, anime, I guess now it's, it feels like it's more standardized than it used to. Some are, like, 24, sometimes they're 26, sometimes, it's which makes sense. It's half yeah. a year. So, last season was 26. I just forgot that until <laughs> until I checked this. So I was like, oh, okay, well, this one will probably be 26 as well, I assume. This episode was mostly about Yuki. Also, this was, um like, 90% the same as the, maybe 99% the same as the manga.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: There was just like because they shifted some of the episodes around, like this stuff happened the next day. That's why, like after after, after the kill, Kyo... exactly. Yeah, that's why Kagura was skipping school. So she's just like, I skipped, which seems really normal, but or it seems really mm-hmm. weird, but it's because like they went on their date. Yeah, so it seemed like Kyo was being more grumpy for longer, I guess. But mm-hmm. it was not a big deal. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say. I think it worked. It was fine. It gets mm-hmm. the point across,
1: which is that she. It just has an excuse to run into Yugi, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the most important change from the manga is that Haru is playing a Switch instead of <laughs> Game Boy Advance.
0: <laughs> it's very important. Yes. <laughs> I love Haru. Haru was always playing video games, I feel like, in the uh-huh. series. Yeah, that's right. We did talk about that. I was like, ah, oh, they updated his game. Yeah. Do you think it was like a Switch or do you think it was like a phone? I wasn't really paying attention in
1: that scene. I think it was a Switch. Yeah. It looked bigger and he was holding it like sideways. Yes. Which, like, I know there's some games like that, but a lot of mobile games are formatted for vertical play, so. Mm, that's Plus, he was playing, like, RPGs at home, so, you know. He's a, he's a real gamer, not a right. not a casual gamer.
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa. You're saying he does just play, like, Bejeweled Blitz constantly? Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're
0: like, oh, no, he does that too, just... Yeah, he definitely would. <laughs> he probably plays it under his desk during class. <laughs> and then he plays this, like, game system, like, console when when, like... It doesn't
1: matter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's at level like 999 on Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> He's like,
0: I'm the master of Candy Crush. <laughs> Are those games even the games people play anymore? Or did we just date ourselves again?
1: <laughs> I don't think Candy Crush has ever gone away. Not really.
0: <laughs> he was playing Farmville. I mean, yeah, that would be a,
1: a dated <laughs> reference.
0: What? <I> mean... <laughs> he was playing Doodle Jump. How about that? <laughs> Flappy Bird is <laughs> more popular. That's a better call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot about Fiveford. He's playing Robot Unicorn Attack. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, this episode focused on Yuki. I felt like the opening scene with Yuki, just kind of like leaning on the wall when Haru and Ren come in, it was so sad.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Poor baby Yuki. Also, I thought it was interesting how his mom's. I mean, I don't know if they. We never. They never talk about his dad. Uh, ever mm-hmm. in the story. I don't think. So yeah. I don't know if his mom was alone or whatever, but his mom's house is also like super fancy looking. It reminded me mm-hmm. of like Kyo's dad's house that we saw in that yeah. couple of episodes. I feel like there's already. like
1: references to his parents, plural, in the present tense.
0: Even but... in this episode, Shikari was like, Are you going to ask your parents about the parent teacher conference? Yeah. So I think that they, his dad exists, but the yeah. only character we ever see him interact with is his mom. Mm-hmm.
1: His dad is somehow even more distant than his mother. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that shocking? <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> but I forgot that there were... I remember that he talked to the maids, but for some reason when we read this in the manga, I thought that it was inside the main house somehow. Like his mom mm-hmm. lived in the main house. It's like in the grounds, I guess, but it seems to be a completely separate yeah. house. So she has her own separate maids, mm-hmm. maids that kind of look
1: like the main house maids.
0: Like they're wearing a similar like yeah. outfits and stuff. So. Yeah.
1: Well, they talk about like how they have like special status for having like two zodiac kids one of which is the rat so <laughs>
0: one made per child
1: <laughs> yeah so they probably get like you know privileges within the they certainly get money also area. yuki's
0: the rat which is supposed to be more special yeah, I said that right? too. oh sorry <laughs> i'm listening to you <laughs>
1: <laughs> i said two zodiac kids one of which is the, the rat, <laughs> rat.
0: <laughs> i'll just go lay down now <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, you get another concussion? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I haven't been outside in so long. That's not true. You don't need to go outside to get a concussion. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so Yuki's parents' house, they're rich. Yeah. I don't know. I was just, like, forgot. I was surprised by seeing the maids again. And he didn't mm-hmm. didn't get the chance to talk to his mom. There was, like, the brief memory at the beginning of the... He was thinking about all of the, the issues that he needs to deal with, and his mom was one of them. Mm-hmm. And Akito, of course. And also Toru yeah. was lumped in there. So, mm-hmm. interesting. One of these things is not <laughs> like the other. <laughs> he's like, a fucking hate her. Yeah. <laughs> <down inside. laughs> We're bringing the top quality content this episode. <laughs> so then, well, so that's, Yuki was kind of doing some, he was dealing with that. But he's also trying to, like, talk to Haru about Rin. So one of the other main focuses of this episode is, like, Haru and Rin's, like, situation. So mm-hmm. we've seen Rin sneaking around a lot and doing stuff, Mysterious mm-hmm. things, and then Yuki ends up running into her at Shigure's house in the woods and then tries to talk to her. But then Haru finds them, and then they have their steamy, steamy kiss <laughs> so steamy that Yuki dropped his bag, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. I laughed out loud when yeah. I was watching it.
1: <laughs> I'm glad they kept Yuki's like shocked expression.
0: <laughs> it was pretty shocked. Remember, we joked about that at the time. Yeah, Yuki's so innocent
1: yeah it's funny like it was really funny in the manga because it's like a full page like kiss thing and it had like all this like you know like close-ups to their face and then like Yuki
0: Yes, <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> I'm looking at um,
1: it but they did kind of the same thing in, <laughs> in the anime <laughs> where it's was all this dramatic stuff with them and then it panned over to Yuki and... <laughs>
0: he's just there looking shocked mm-hmm. it is a full almost two page spread of them kissing and Yuki gets one little panel in the corner yeah. of the yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: So cute yeah so he's like oh yeah. oh <laughs> this
0: is what this is what's going on yeah, yeah. it wasn't just that they like like each other it's so much yeah. more <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i guess so haru was like struggling a little bit in this episode because he felt like maybe Rin really did mean what she said but then obviously she didn't because he's like well i should just die and then she's like oh no <laughs> you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know without gasping but essentially that
1: yeah <laughs> it's
0: almost a spit take
1: you then- <laughs> was like hang on I need to take a long drink from this glass of water before you speak
0: <laughs> I'm gonna need to pull up this water bottle give me a <laughs> okay go on <laughs> then uh she still runs off and also Haru is like oh I can't catch up to her she's the horse and all <laughs> he's like what so nonchalant about this whole thing yeah <laughs>
1: Of Yuki's like, let me help you. Yes. Damn it.
0: God damn it. <laughs> and Haru's like, so what about that student council? You should deal with that.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: But I think Haru realizes that Yuki, and Yuki too, he's like, I don't, you're telling me to like worry about myself when I have like nothing to give. And it's like, yeah, because you need to take care of yourself first. Like you're still mm-hmm. doing, learning how to people on your own.
1: <laughs> so, you know, put on your own mask before assisting others. <laughs>
0: Before you assist your support emotional support Kranos, yes. <laughs> oh, that's another continuity <laughs> joke that we're gonna have to cut.
1: <laughs> Keto be like, Crano, put my mask on.
0: Crano, <laughs> get out of he's like Keto knocks on the overhead compartment. Crano, <laughs> like, put on my mask and he's like, okay, <laughs> puts one on and then climbs back up into the overhead compartment. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you keep your lap held karino's security Korean karino emotional support <laughs> <Yes>. karino's secure <laughs> anyway rin runs off i guess the interesting thing to note about rin is like and haru was like well clearly they're still even though they're not together it's not like she she didn't really mean what she said and yuki brings up that she's she did stuff to protect him in the past with her behavior and it seems mm-hmm. like that's what she's doing now even though she told him to like butt out and didn't actually answer that so yeah but protect him from what? We
1: don't know yet. Hmm. From Shigure? Yeah. I mean. From having to call Shigure sensei. <laughs> from calling him honey. <laughs> <laughs> I God.
0: always love that part where he's like, "What if I call? What, what if? What if I call you honey?" And Shigure's like, mm-hmm. "No." <laughs> it's like, is that a bargain? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. So that's interesting. We learned a little bit more about them and Haru. Mm-hmm. We commented in the manga. I don't know if it's as obvious here but it seems like he kind of because he holds his fist in that way at the end it seems like he's leaving with a newfound determination to perhaps pursue her like uh you know figuring out what's going on with her It, you yeah. know, in his horror way of being super chill about it
1: yeah
0: as you keynoted out he's like go get her and he's like nah. yeah <laughs> later
1: <laughs> he's like you're not a very good romantic comedy protagonist <laughs> <laughs> Holy... We need to run after her. We need to. Yeah, exactly.
0: She'll be late. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that Rin was back at Shigurei's house. Like, was well, she's creeping around? We won't know. But, like, did she go maybe mm-hmm. go visit Shigurei again? Who knows? Yeah. He says he has to keep it a secret. Yeah, he's like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she didn't. Maybe she uh, didn't. What of it? <laughs> yeah.
1: I like how, like, in the manga, he just said, like, this is why people don't like you. I like how, in the end, he's like, this is why you're single. <laughs> single.
0: <laughs> he's like, I know. <laughs> There was a scene, a cutaway to Yuki's room, which was even messier than before. It's <laughs> <He's laughs> like, does Yuki's room, like, represent a psyche? Is that what we're... is this representing his inner turmoil?
1: <laughs> or He's just... under a lot of stress right now.
0: <laughs> yes. He's like, I don't have time to clean. I'm busy dealing with these crazy student council kids. Yeah. He's like, I gotta clean up my mind before
1: I can clean up my room.
0: <laughs> all... There's also this uh, run-in with Machi, I guess nothing really happens but they just like run into her
1: and horror mm-hmm.
0: says that she's in his class so he recognizes her mm-hmm. i guess it's just a good segue for to talk about student council so. <laughs> the um then the last part of the episode is the toru stuff so toru goes and visits her toru goes and visits her grandfather who's sick yeah it still bothered like, me that her her aunt didn't want to go to the yeah. grand teacher conference i'm still mad about it <laughs>
1: I like that they kept the kitty yes
0: in the <laughs> most important part a question mark <laughs> yes he was being cute which is most important i also like how the mm-hmm. kitty tried to open the door <laughs> tried to open the yeah. door and like struggling it's just cute it's just cute <laughs> but yeah that Kyo- so Toru, toru's grandfather talks about her parents and then toru has this memory which i think i don't know if we talked about it as much at the time when we talked about this in the manga because it's not quite as clear it's like one of those those panels that are very obfuscated but she, it seems like as a kid, he, her grandfather's like, I want to go meet them. And we cut to this, like, memory of her mom saying, I want to go meet him. And then, well, like, baby was standing inside the door she's gone,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we've seen that that image of baby, baby Toru, Toru in front of the door a lot in the anime. So. Yeah, so far. But not with her mom, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it's like kind of adding uh, context to the, More on the, the scene we've seen, like, glimpses of. And it was so
0: emotionally distressing to her that she fell in the streets. Mm-hmm. to her knees and also she's it's, she said like oh I thought that I I thought I'd shut it away is what she says
1: mm-hmm. close the lid <laughs>
0: <laughs> she has to open the tightly closed lid
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought the uh, I thought this episode, the animation did a really good job of like portraying like how distraught she was Yes. Like, coming out cause like in the manga like it works well enough but in the manga we just kind of see her like her thoughts and then like she's like like in the street like that, but mm-hmm. we see like how her kind of like, like how the memories kind of flash and how the it seems like her like vision kind of blurs a little and
0: yeah. In the manga, you just kind of see her feet. It's all on one page, so it's kind of crammed. In. Mm-hmm. It's also mixed in with in the manga. There's a panel of Kyo's face too, which I they didn't add here. Mm-hmm. The anime, I think, did a good job of like making them first of all making her memory really distressing by the way that her mm. mom's voice is in it and stuff. Yeah, and then. Uh, also her when she leaves and the sort of, like, blurring effect and stuff when she's walking. Mm-hmm. The way that... Um, I think that the way that the scenes with Kyo were sort of, like, interspersed was also, like, nicely, like, tactfully done, too, where you're kind of like, what... Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like he's... He, like, he basically watches her leave school and then he's walking and you see him turn around. It's, like, very subtle. Maybe if you don't know what's happening, it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you could interpret it differently during the episode, so it might be a nice like, surprise for people who didn't know that that was gonna happen. I mean, we knew, but...
1: Mm -hmm. It was nice. Yeah, I I think it was was a nice kind of, like, subtle little kind of story in the background of, Mm -hmm. like, Kyo dealing with his shit.
0: It also, like, plays well into some of the things that Yuki's saying. So, like, some of the scenes where they're showing stuff, like, Yuki is, like... He's talking to Kagura, but he's thinking about Kyo, where he's, like, oh, like, even with the time you have left, you so, like, fervently, like, care about this person. I wish I could Mm -hmm. be more like um sure of myself or whatever exactly he says.
1: yeah i thought it was funny that shigure like physically pushed tora away from the phone after he answered it
0: oh yeah we did <laughs> talk about that i always love how they sass him for the way he hangs up the phone which is funny yeah too. and yuki's like suspicious of course rightfully mm-hmm. suspicious yeah <laughs> i too am excited to see maiko's expression <laughs> yeah
1: like in the manga they just have him like have his like hand on her head as he takes the phone and then she's like walks away or whatever yes, it but he, like, he like actually like shoved, shoved her out away. of the frame it was funny <laughs>
0: yeah he is a little it's a little more delicate in, yeah in the manga i guess so that makes it funnier in the anime also like how they have like yuki and kyo's yuki or not yuki and kyo yuki and Toru's conversation kind of like in the foreground but you can see Shigure, and he's like oh yes everything's fine <laughs> it's like hilarious <laughs> like <laughs> he's very um really turning on the charm for toro's yeah <laughs> I could see him being like, this is the perfect plan. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Any other things you want to chat about? I don't think so. Meaning of life? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, good. Next time we're going to talk about... So we have... I'm sure there's spoilers. We have spoilers to talk about. Next time we'll talk about episode 15, which was called See You Later. (laughs) I don't know what it's from. I have a theory. Okay. Well... Then we'll talk about it after this yeah, so. musical break. Got a it's a <laughs> could demon. be it could be bunnies. <laughs> you know, bunnies aren't just cute like
1: everybody supposes. Got them hoppy legs and twitchy little noses.
0: I should not watched that. I haven't watched it in such a long time. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Spoilers. Here are some spoilers that I would like to speak about.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> let me list them for you. There's a uh, in the theme song. There's a bunch of things, or there's a couple little things that I noticed. Like Kyō, there's like Kyō and Kyoko's fist bump.
1: Mm-hmm. Did
0: they did they cover this in the anime yet, or am I crazy? They I don't, don't
1: think so. Think so. No, not, I think we've only seen Yuki. Yuki's yeah, we've only seen a, Yuki's perspective okay. of the hat stuff.
0: Yeah. So there's the, so basically there's, there's two kind of spoilers for that. Cause there's like Kyo's mm-hmm. and Kyoko's fist bump. And then there's also Kyo and Yuki as little kids. So I thought mm-hmm. it was interesting. They added that to the, um, to the theme song because that's something mm-hmm. that I think their relationship as children is something that like is, becomes more
1: significant in the, in the back half of the series. So it's kind mm-hmm. of cool. They added it. Yeah. I liked seeing that. I thought it was a neat, uh, like it was a part that stood out to me in the opening. Mm-hmm. Like it's the only one I wrote, I made note of, <laughs> which is why I don't remember like anything else except for that. He's like, I have something to say, I just need to wait
0: 10 minutes to
1: say Yeah. I wrote, I wrote baby Kyo and Yuki yeah, in the opening.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's clearly like from that time, because Kyo's wearing the little scarf and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's referencing that
1: Their first time. meeting.
0: Their first love. I mean, what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is this feeling, it's <laughs> <the sun. laughs>
0: You're full of quotes
1: today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> someone has to have made that amv <laughs> i'm probably
0: multiple people because that also song, that song was super making amvs but that was super popular at the time yeah. That this was really popular in the early 2000s so i'm 100 percent sure mm-hmm. they're out there there's a scene with like rin's scar very prominent yeah. at the end which we wouldn't have talked about mm-hmm. or like i didn't want to talk about it um yeah because that's obviously a, like a spoiler for getting pushed out the window But I think this is the first time we've seen it very prominently
1: in the anime. I think you could see it like briefly in one of the, like the Shigarai house scene, but maybe the first one. Yeah, but what? Not a lot of attention was drawn to it, like Mm -hmm. in this scene. Yeah, it gets a nice little close up. Dun
0: dun dun. Right? No. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then same with like Haru. The whole. I mean, one of the main like points of this episode is that, you know, Haru. Haru says that she won't Haru says and Yuki realizes that she won't just do things to protect herself so the question is what? And of course she did just break up with Haru to try to protect him from Kido, So
1: yeah. It's true.
0: It's all true! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah there's is stuff with uh, Toru's mom. We'll see that full scene later. I mean like inserting Machi into that scene with, uh, with Haru is a good way to segue to the student council but I guess it just also kind of um continues to show how significant her relationship with Yuki is going to be. Mm-hmm. She keeps she shows up in a bunch of like random
1: yeah. scenes. Like this isn't the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um I didn't really think about it until like watching this episode. Mm-hmm. But I think having her in the same episode where Haru's like the person who's gonna appreciate you mm-hmm. is out there mm-hmm. is you know relevant. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's like kind of her appearance
0: is used to talk about something else but I think like yeah in this context in the rest of the context of the episode it's significant that she's there
1: yeah and it's all about like Yuki feeling like he has like nothing to give and you know Machi's the one who like he winds up like being able to help Mm -hmm. like feel like he's able to you know contribute evenly to a relationship (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's true
0: any other spoilers (laughs) that we want to talk about? Uh,
1: not for the actual episode is there
0: spoilers for something not the actual episode
1: well for the what the next episode might be
0: oh yes what are the yeah. what's that what is that about what do
1: you think that um occurs? i think it's i think it's from the bit like after uh yuki's parent teacher conference when he like sees Toru and is about to talk to her and then gets like dragged off oh, by, yeah, the by the
0: student council, council and
1: this is like see you later and it's all about you know how he's you know growing as a person and
0: Learning has people?
1: other friends besides Toru. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Who needs friends other than Toru? Yeah. <laughs> that is probably soon. Because, like, I bet you they're going to combine... Because they have this... The the parent-teacher conferences are slightly separated. Yeah, it's at
1: the end of the volume that is the uh, Yuki's, Yuki's... Or one <laughs> of them is.
0: This one... There's Toru's. Then... I think... Shisho's. Like yeah, you, I think shows? like
1: yeah, I think those two happen at the end of that volume, and yes. then like Yuki happens at the beginning of the next one. Okay, so. yeah, so
0: they'll probably just put them together. Put them all together, yeah. yeah. Oh, is this one of the the volume where it starts to be weird? <laughs> well, like one of them has like an odd number, or like a couple of them have. Most of them have six chapters, but some of them have like an odd number of chapters. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, it has six, and it must have been one of the ones before then. But that's why that's what I meant by weird. Sorry, non-specific. <laughs> You're like, is this the cursed one? <laughs> <laughs> is this the one that gives me bad dreams when I read
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sleep with the rosary under my pillow. <laughs>
0: That sounds oddly specific. You're not projecting, are you? (laughs) (laughs) Like that's never happened to me. And I never turned into a cat. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, all right, good. Let's. Um. Then let's not. That's it, then, right? (laughs) That's. I think so. (laughs) I know what I'm doing. (laughs) It's like, do you? No. (laughs) It's called fake it till you make it. Except you never actually make it. The secret is you never (laughs) make it. All right, good. Next time we'll talk about uh, what I hope to. You're hope you're right because I'm excited about parent teacher conferences. I've been excited since <laughs> the season started. So, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Maybe I have a concussion right now. I was just thinking when you were talking about your bruise earlier. The worst that the worst bruise I ever got was when I got hit with a puck one time. <laughs> I'm like, Maybe I need to stop playing hockey. <laughs>
1: Whispers I got was from a sword. Oh. (laughs) It's a fencing foil. Yes. No, just leave it at that.
0: Yes. (laughs) Let people fill in the rest with their imagination. (laughs) Let me give you a storytelling tip. I mean.